0: hi and welcome to the fab five podcast i'm jess and today i'm joined by lauren and sam hey guys there's a lot of yes (laughs) i almost forgot all the names i had to say but there you guys are we are missing carrie and vanessa uh, Carrie is otherwise occupied with a very important event going on this weekend and Vanessa is actually in Disney World right now so, so lucky
1: we forgive them for ditching us tonight
0: so you have us, <laughs> Sorry. You're with just us. <laughs> this is actually a really big show though so um the three of us along with Carrie went on the new Disney Wish less than a week ago at this point we got off so yeah Um. Very, very recently, and we all got
1: off COVID free.
0: Yes, I feel like it's a
1: huge accomplishment. We got
0: we got on COVID free, and we got off off COVID COVID free. free. So, winner, winner, chicken
2: dinner. It can be done.
0: (laughs) And I was at Disney World for five days before I got on that ship. So, and I was everywhere before I got on that (laughs) ship. (laughs) That's true. Lauren
2: was in Europe. (laughs) She was at Disney. She's been everywhere.
0: Well, you were in like College Central, too. Yeah, so. I was moving
1: my girl. And there was a big there was a big COVID outbreak there that weekend. Yeah.
0: But hey, not for us. No, nope. I still can't believe we all made it. Ooh. I know. I'm happy. So let' why don't we start there? I think that's a great place to start. So as of this recording, the rules will be changing in September. So vaccinated individuals on Disney. So we're just focusing on Disney Cruise Line. We're not talking about the other cruise lines. So just Disney right now, if you are, so the sailing, for example, that we just got off of, what's it? September 23rd. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is that the date? Starting in September 23rd onward. If you are vaccinated, you will not have to do a pre-cruise COVID test before you get on. Yay. Woo-hoo! That's great. Because honestly, while the test was testing, the most Stressful. The testing itself is very easy. And we all ordered our tests through Disney. Um, We set up our virtual appointments. Everything was smooth and easy. It's just, I didn't sleep well because I, you know, I'm already there, (laughs) like already (laughs) stressed and I'm testing before I get on a flight to come down. So, you know, my kids would have been absolutely devastated if we had not been able to get on, but the whole testing process was very easy. Disney makes it super easy and uh, we were all negative. So that was great.
1: And we also should say that, so September 23rd for all the ships, except that the magic, magic yeah. Because, magic is November 7th.
0: Because the magic is in Europe right now, right? Right. Yep. Okay. So that, uh, that makes a lot of sense. And we should also say that there are some, countries so this doesn't affect Disney necessarily but there are some countries that are still requiring testing like Canada Canada and um, Bermuda Bermuda
1: Bermuda that's right
0: so for those that's a lot like Bermuda is a lot of Norwegian so like those Ships, you will still have to test. So that's why we're not, this is not a cruise COVID show. This is a Disney Wish show. So <laughs> for Disney Wish starting or for Disney cruise lines starting September 23rd for all of the non European sailings, you will not have to COVID test if you are vaccinated. So, yep. and there is no, we should add to, there is no, as far as we know, loosening of the vaccination requirement on Disney. So, you still have I to think they're
1: gonna it. probably wait and see how it goes with everybody else.
0: I agree. So which
1: you they know, always
0: seem to be the last to lift restrictions. Like they're
1: the they're a little bit more cautious. And yeah.
0: honestly not to you know belabor the point, but I'm okay with that. Like me I too. would I would rather have safe Disney cruises and have them not have an outbreak and have to shut down. So me too. Let's go with it. I'm I'm yep. good. Um so we did our we were all negative we went to the port this was oh,
1: and we should say we used disney's testing
0: yes they're yeah. at home
1: testing which yep. was very mm-hmm. easy and smooth
0: yep and very quick. easy to set up they mailed very. the tests really fast it was great like they they had that on lock it was it was a great easy system and um, so we all were negative we went down to port canaveral the night before
1: and we had no mishaps on the way <laughs> because by the way that,
0: no it was great well, that will always be a thing now
1: <laughs> um, we even
0: went to target <laughs> go back and listen to the virgin cruise episode um if you don't know what we're talking about but yeah that was easy Lauren and I successfully returned our rental cars after dropping everybody at the port.
1: (laughs) We didn't have to leave it parked on the side of the road. It was perfect.
0: (laughs) We didn't have to pull up on a sidewalk or anything. Um, And that was smooth as well. So we get back to the port. Check-in was a breeze. Um, Doing the test before was the way to go. Um, we basically only had to show our passports and then we were put in the queue. And as soon as our boarding group was called, we went, which was right pretty in. quick. Yeah, we waited probably 15 minutes. I would if say not, that wasn't yeah. bad
1: at all. And we should say they're telling you do not arrive too early. Right. They're pretty strict on the port arrival times. You can probably have like a buffer of like 10, 15 minutes, but more than that, they're so, going to turn yeah, you away.
0: Our port arrival time was 1245. And I would say it was like, I think I looked at my watch 1238 or something and they let yeah. us start boarding. Yeah. So right. I think you have your well, like 10 minute, 15 minute, yeah, buffer. 10, 15 minute buffer. So it's not like we showed up at 11, you know, cause even if you do that, like that was our check-in time, but you have to wait until your boarding group is called. So we yeah. were like boarding group 17 and we checked in, they were on 13 or 14. So even though we were, Went in at 1245. We still had to wait until our group got called, um, which, again, wasn't that long. And the whole that whole process was amazingly smooth. Agreed. I think not mm-hmm. having to test in the terminal in the port made it that much smoother.
1: Yeah, so that was great.
0: Yeah, because no Vanessa issues. and
1: I in October tested at the port. Yeah. And it was still smooth, but it was a process.
0: Right. Well, that's what we had to do for Virgin, too. We had to. Right. We tested the test in the port. And it's fine, but you were sitting there checked in, they have your luggage, you know, you're sitting there nervously waiting. Am I going to well, get on the ship?
1: And Virgin, I mean, come on, let's think about it. we really got into that ship on the skin of
0: our teeth. Right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is, if if I'm going to test positive, this is the cruise that's going to happen. On. <laughs> but It did not. So, so that was all great. And then. We got on the ship really fast Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: walking into their, like, what do we call it? The atrium, the like grand hall. Yes. It it was absolutely gorgeous. That is probably
1: one of the prettiest atriums I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. I agree. I loved it.
1: The colors. I think the colors of the interior of the wish are beautiful also. Like they're Mm -hmm. just very soothing and subtle and like baby blues and.
2: I felt like it was very girly.
1: It should be. She's I know that's why thing. I
2: loved it. I felt it was like a girly, but men would love it too. Like it's I felt not, the
0: atrium
2: was had to definitely had masculine like flares. It was magical. How that's a better word, I guess. Not because like but more magical.
0: The carpet was like deeper maroon. Like it coloring. was more royal looking. Yeah, like but, as
2: in royal. So they team. had
0: they had a nice little like welcome show and ceremony for everybody, which was really fun. And then we did, Oh, do you want to say anything else about that? No, you look like the welcome. Yeah. No, no,
1: no. The welcome ceremony was super cute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they did, they did shows on that stage too. So like something new that, that they did in the atrium this year, this year, this ship is they have a stage now in the atrium.
0: Yes. Yep. And they have like at night they will have like singers or performers and. Yes, I love that. I yeah. loved
2: how they had like the the one girl that sang the Princess and the Frog
0: song. Oh, like, that was so awesome. She Just yeah. like, had, had a beautiful by, voice. Beautiful voice. So yeah. Good. And it was I great while that. I was waiting for guest services. I was entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Because <laughs> guest services is on the top uh, floor of that atrium um
2: yeah and then that's also where the characters meet
0: right
1: yeah there's always tons of characters in the atrium it was and that's where they have
0: the princess meet and greets in the morning as well and
1: it's also where they do the kiss good night yes
0: that was so cool
1: i love I actually got to see it because I was at guest services at midnight one night.
2: (laughs) Not me, I was sleeping.
1: (laughs) You ditched me and went to bed. (laughs) Peace.
0: Um, But I really enjoyed the video.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I need to upload it.
0: So the next thing that we did after we got on the ship was we did our muster and that literally took two minutes. That Mm -hmm. was one of the the easier musters. Best muster. Yeah. So that was great um and then we had lunch at 1923 which was one of the three restaurants on the dining rotation and that was one of my favorite meals I think I really enjoyed that lunch oh yes well we ate dinner there that night too right yes I think 1923 was was my favorite restaurant out of all three it was so good Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the food
1: was amazing
0: I liked our plan to have lunch, um, and s- like at have like a nice sit down lunch instead of going to the buffets. The marshalline yes. market, yeah. It was like a nice way to start the trip, and I thought yeah. that the food was really good at lunch. And yeah, dinner. the food it was great. so good. Yeah, that was really good.
2: It was a great way to kick off our cruise.
0: It was. Let's see the next. We kind of, oh, uh, the sail away part. Okay. So I think I was one of the only ones who went to the sail away party. <laughs>
1: Sam was done peopling at that point.
0: <laughs> I was done. Yeah. So I think that now is a good time to bring up that I feel like, and I don't know this for a fact, that we were possibly on one of the first sold out wish sailings. Does everybody feel I, like? I, I would agree I with think that. that's true. Yeah. Um, so there were a lot of people <laughs> on the sailing. It was a little people. So many people. It was very people And, you know, when like any ship, when you have certain events like the sail Away party or pirate night or you're at sea days, it's a little tougher when the ship is full. And I think
1: and coming off of ships, not like we've sailed several times, and we have yet to be on a full
0: ship, right? Post COVID, that's post COVID. This was the first
1: experience with a full
0: ship. Mm -hmm. Yes, so we've been a little bit spoiled because we've done some COVID cruising, Um, and just (laughs) like just like COVID Disney, it you know, yes, there's the risk of. Contracting a life-altering disease, but <laughs> the crowds virus, not a disease. <laughs> okay, same thing. The crowds were amazing. Oh <laughs> like one thing I will miss during those dark days is um, traveling without a bunch of people breathing down my neck. Yeah, well,
1: and the airfares.
0: Yeah, oh, oh, I miss that. Oh, yes, yeah. The
2: bad,
0: good old days. <laughs> yep. I agree. I feel like it's important for everyone listening to keep in mind this is quite possibly the first time the Wish crew has had to deal with a full capacity ship.
2: So, because there were a ton, literally a ton of people. On the ship.
0: Right. I couldn't get so, over it. <laughs> take that, like, take everything we say with that as an umbrella to how we experience the ship. So, so yeah.
1: I also think we should say, you know, we try to find the good in everything. Yes. Um, you know, we want to be positive, we don't want to be whiny. We do have pros and cons on this ship. Um, you know, I've sailed on all but the wonder so I've been on every other ship um Sam's on some ships we're
0: doing the wonder next is what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) I love the wonder and I love the dream
1: oh I love the dream um the dream and and you know the dream is probably one of my favorites but I think I think just take into consideration you know we're trying to consider that this is a brand new ship still kind of in their inaugural season they definitely have kinks to work out they will work out the kinks um but we are going to tell you the good and the bad the things we saw
0: we're going to be honest
1: yeah so please don't take it as us being whiny um we have sailed on other ships we do know what we're talking about so we want to kind of just give a comparison
0: so also we think let's see how do i phrase this We have certain expectations of Disney and Disney Cruise Line. We know that they are a superior product and we know that they care a lot. And they have set certain expectations that when you're on a Disney ship, this is what you can expect. So with that in mind, we have, because we know that Disney is listening to us all the time. We're on their top downloads. (laughs) Um, So we want to provide Disney with some... (laughs) constructive criticism and we might want to let them know that (laughs) they they text me every day we know like they text me and they're like jessica you have not uploaded the the little recent episode we need it it's part of our monday morning meetings i'm like i know disney execs i know bob slow down back up i got you (laughs) um so so yeah so that being said we are we have some ideas for things that Disney can improve on, and yeah. we want to share that, that they will listen to us. But <laughs> well, we already know they're listening to us about the elevators. Let's let's start with elevators. Okay, let's go there. We know that we know that this is already being changed because we are not the only people to make this observation, and it's <laughs> actually kind of funny to be and, honest. And <laughs> the funny is. thing about really the elevators
1: is, is literally day one we were like oh these elevators need to go yes like, this is not going to <laughs> work not okay. a
0: full of people <laughs> here's one thing that they won't be able to change the elevators are designed in a really bizarre way where they're like a very tall and skinny building And usually you walk into an elevator and it like it spreads out. This one is small and narrow and you walk backwards, like into a small, narrow rectangle. So everybody
1: has to exit the elevator to let the person in the back of the elevator out. However,
2: I will say this, and I think you guys will agree. The elevators were beautiful.
0: And they were fast. Yes, so They yes. are very efficient. They move efficiently between floors.
1: Especially when you stop at all of them.
0: Oh, so, yeah. So let's do the buttons because <laughs> this was like a running joke between like literally everybody, everybody on, cruise on the ship. ship at this point. <laughs> um, so we think because of COVID, they made the buttons super touch sensitive. So you didn't have to like mash the button to get to your floor. Like they wanted you to lightly press it. But
1: they they did too good of a job on that.
0: <laughs> they did an excellent job because every single person who was the last person into the elevator would just go to back up against the wall to like make space for people. Well, the buttons are against the wall. And every time you would back up against it, every single button would get hit and would light would up. So like and make the Christmas floors. tree, And these poor people who did it we're always like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. And every single person in this packed elevator would say, I've done it, I've done it. My Mm -hmm. kid did it yesterday. I did it right before I got on this one. So you're good. (laughs) And we'd all laugh about it. Um, And somebody did tell us that they had complained or not complained, but mentioned this to guest services. Like we're stopping at every floor, every time we're in the elevator. And um, they did confirm that they're replacing the buttons next month. So... (laughs) Disney so listens.
1: They do listen.
0: Yes, um, not
1: to us because somebody else complained about that. Right. Before we got on the exactly. show. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I
0: are listening to their cruisers. It honestly was not as annoying as it was funny. Like, it's also not a massive ship, so you know, most of the time you're stopping between floors five and eleven. It wasn't that big of a deal. It was just kind of funny, and it's an easy fix, and it's being fixed. But. We had to mention the buttons because it but was. But my funny. favorite
2: part is when you're you're traveling up those floors and there's people trying to get on there like, oh, it's full. We're like, sorry, we're stuffing it every floor. Yeah. Like, oh.
1: Well, and to me, the whole thing with when you saw the capacity of the elevator was 20 people
2: no way there's no there yeah. if you were looking Basically and there was not eight possible. people in
1: the in the one you were in and it was packed and you're like dude where are they putting yeah. 12 more people Tw-
0: it's in the 20 car. children <laughs> 20 <laughs> small yeah. children. 23
1: year olds could yeah. actually fit
0: right oh. and they would have been mashing all the buttons so that's not <laughs> great either um all right so let's talk about the cabin so i found that we were able to get in earlier than i expected we would and mm-hmm. our luggage was brought up really fast.
1: Yeah, ours was too.
0: Um, we literally were only waiting on one backpack, which really didn't matter. We had all of our luggage and clothes and stuff with more than enough time, even if we were at first seating for dinner, which we had second. Um, what'd you guys think about the cabins? I thought they were great. They were so, yeah. very spacious.
2: Very the cabin clean.
1: size I thought was was a little bit bigger than standard disney Mm -hmm. cruise line ships cabins before like i thought they were a little bigger than dream and fantasy
0: yeah Um, definitely more than a lot of storage we had uh we had four beds in ours (laughs) we We did too (laughs) we had enough so that uh one person from my family could have had their own bed i mean And the kids would sleep in different beds every night. They loved it because they didn't have to sleep together. So (laughs)
1: Um, I loved the bathroom. So
0: me too. You
2: usually don't like, like fall in love with a cruise ship bathroom. Like I hated the Virgin bathroom. This bathroom was amazing. It had a tub and a shower and it looked like a hotel bathroom.
0: Right. And there was, it was a a split bathroom. So somebody, there was a sink and a toilet like separate on the other side of the wall with a separate door. Right. So somebody like when you were showering, your family could go still use the bathroom. You didn't have to call out, Hey, I'm I'm going to shower. Does anybody need the bathroom? (laughs) So I love that. And this is especially great for families too, because, you know, kids never plan ahead. So we were all able to use the bathrooms at the same time, which was great. Um, and yeah, the bathrooms were big for cruise ship bathrooms, for sure.
1: And we should mention that if you are somebody who has the plugs for your hair accessories for like blow dryer or flat iron or anything like
0: that. Um, they're backwards.
1: They're uh, Was yours
0: backwards, Jess? I never dried my hair once. Oh I have, <laughs> I have curly, frizzy hair. I gelled that sucker t- t- to the end of time. Yeah, I never, oh I never gosh. tried it once. I know you guys told me to try the blow dryer, but I never. However,
2: did, so. there was a blow dryer included in your stateroom, and it yes. actually was made for the cruise. It, it was made with and if <laughs> for you their have, outlets.
0: If
1: you have an EU outlet, it would you like yeah. a, a adapter, and you brought it, you would be able to plug in your stuff. Yeah. Um, And if you forget, you can always ask down at guest services. Yeah. So helpful tips.
0: Um, (laughs) The other thing we wanted to mention about the rooms too was uh, Disney definitely listened when it came to storage. There was so much storage. I fully unpacked my family of four and put all of the suitcases under the bed. That is like my... Man, I love under the bed storage. I can't, I can't even too. tell you. Me too. All four of our suitcases fit under the bed. There was, there were shelves in the closet. Each member of my family got their own shelf. It stored all of our clothes for the week. There were two closets that you could use for hanging clothes. Yeah. Um, there were a safe. A safe. There were tons of shelving units by the TV on either side. Um, and there the were bathrooms? shelves
1: next to the bed, next to the pull-down bed too, next to the
0: mm-hmm. wall bed. Yep, and we didn't even have to use those. When I say like we fully unpacked and we had still had space, the bathrooms had shelves by the sink in both bathrooms. Yes, yes. Which there were, and then there were and storage places under to it. hang your and places yep. to hang like your your bags and stuff in there, and. Spring. There were shelves in the shower so that you could put your shampoo and conditioner and razors and all that. Which stuff. normally
1: you have to stick it on the floor.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So they really planned out to a way to maximize their space in the cabins. And they did a fantastic job of that.
1: Can I just go back to the plug thing really quick? Because <laughs> I wasn't done with that. And there was one more thing I wanted to say on it. There are plugs there too, like regular <laughs> plugs. So don't think you have to have an EU plug yes, to go.
2: Correct, correct. So I
1: just want to make sure people know that. So it's just sorry. when
2: you have the box, like the like my blow dryer and your blow dryer have the box, um the bigger you know, box. The big box plug. It's set up to where the big end is facing inward. The wrong to, way. Yeah. So it's like you couldn't necessarily get it in there.
1: Yeah. So just, just I just want to clarify that because I don't want people to get on the ship and come off and be like, you were wrong.
0: (laughs) You're (laughs) wrong. (laughs) Um, And also that reminded me of something else I really love. There were tons of plugs. So you never had to find a place like we were charging cell phones and laptops and iPads. There was a spot for everything. There were so many outlets in these cabins that everybody could charge everything at the same time. And I think this is also a good time too to talk about the internet, because Disney has never been top of the internet game on cruise ships. They have not
1: even been in the game for yes. cruise
0: ships.
1: And honestly,
0: what they used it to was be. it was great. Like it was good. I, I expensive had, it. Yes, but, but this good. is a a classic. You get what you pay for, and Definitely. basically, my phone was almost like it wasn't even on Wi Fi. It felt like just normal yeah. at home doing my thing, um, easy to stay in touch with emails and, you know, you could Facebook message people, you could video chat, you could do everything if you paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, it was well worth it. So I was pleasantly surprised. By I was very
1: nervous about how it was going to be because I've been on other cruise, Disney cruises. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was not optimistic.
0: Yeah, no, they
2: but, did a great job with it. Yeah. That was great. Oh, and I do want to throw a shout out to the mini fridge in the room, y'all. Oh, yes. It oh, yeah. is a pull out mini fridge, like a it's drawer. Like a cooler. It was so awesome. I was in love with it.
0: I want one for my house.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So you might be wondering at this point, you guys said you were going to give us pros and cons. And right now you <laughs> haven't said anything negative or con yet. Yes. <laughs> So I'm, I'm kind of keeping on the theme of like our first day. One of the other things we did was go to the kids club. So I think, you know, it's a Disney ship, right? You expect an amazing kids club. And to be perfectly honest, the kids club was absolutely amazing. There were tons of rooms. There was a slide, all sorts of cool things. So the space is very nice. Um, so I was the only one on the ship that had children. Um, and so obviously
1: your kids were under the age of 12, under Mm -hmm. the age of
0: 12. Yeah. So they went to the Oceaneers lab or whatever it's called. So we didn't experience
1: the teen club or any of that stuff. Right.
0: No, my kids are between the ages of three to 12. Um, I had one, my son who, um, felt like he was too old for the kids club, but obviously was not a teenager yet. So he basically went to the basketball court and did his own thing when he went off. And they do have an amazing basketball court on the ship. Indoor. Indoor Indoor, air conditioned. Indoor air conditioned. And it had uh, ping pong and foosball and some other things to play. Um, Huge
1: TVs like with sports on it.
0: Yeah. So it was really cool. I think one thing I would change is half of the basketball court is taken up by a ping pong table. Um, I, I think there were a lot of kids on the ship playing basketball. So having it be a full court where they could each play, there were more space because you could easily have moved a ping pong table upstairs. So there was like a wraparound mm-hmm. layer upstairs and then like the court on the bottom. But having this place for kids to play indoors out of the sun, I really thought that was a really smart idea. Yeah, it
1: was huge.
0: So back Very to the cool. kids club. So my daughter who's 7 did go to the kids club on our C day. And um she is a camp kid so she's goes to camp during the summer. So she's kind of used to the whole camp activities and counselors and you know doing activities with the kids and games and songs. Mm-hmm. So as of right now that was not really a practice on the wish. So the kids, and now keep in mind, these are kids mostly under 10, you know, in the three to 12 range, but we're really talking about, you know, four to nine, really in practice that are in the kids club. And there were not really any scheduled activities for them in there, at least on the C day, one day was enough for her, but she was expecting, you know, bell reading them stories and princesses coloring with them and things like that which she said that her and some of the kids she were she was hanging out with basically just played on ipads the whole time which i was kind of i was a little bummed about i thought it would be more interactive
2: well especially because they have like the marvel themed room they have a princess room they have an Imagineer, basically. They have a room. Star Wars room. And Star Wars room. So you think it would be. They have an the interactive
1: be... room. They have a
0: bell, yeah. like a Bell's Cottage.
1: Yeah. It's and so
0: cute. It's just not. I don't know. It's the... probably not staffed accordingly. And they couldn't put these things on because you need a bell in there. And we should say the, uh, about character meet and greets. So while we were on the ship, it was distance. As of this recording, we were basically the last ship with distance characters. So now you're allowed to interact with the characters. Right. So and it may and, change
1: now because of that right. too.
0: So it's possible that was the reason why, but I know she was definitely looking for a little bit more of like a cast interaction with the kids and like more of a camp style. And it was basically just a, a free-for-all. Here's your, your kids iPad. go in, here's your <laughs> iPad, do whatever you want which she didn't you know she can do that in her room (laughs) like she doesn't (laughs) need to be in the kids club so hopefully they can you know now that things are a little more normal they can bring some activities for kids in the kids club all right so should we do should we do food sure you want to do restaurants all right yeah so our first night was 1923 for dinner what did you guys think of that loved It. it I agree. I
1: love the atmosphere. The cool thing about 1923 is it's like two restaurants in one because you've got the Roy side and the Walt side.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think we were on the Walt side. We were on right? the Walt side, yeah. And uh, the food was really good. We had a great table. We had a great server.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you know, and I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like I felt like the dining room staff was really like pushed to capacity with their ability to to do their job.
0: Oh, I would totally they agree with you. They worked their butts off. They
1: worked so hard. I felt like they had too many tables maybe, or maybe the food wasn't coming out fast enough. Maybe there wasn't enough help in the kitchen. But like the meals took forever.
0: So we had second like Every
2: meal was basically a two hour experience.
0: Right. So we, two and a half. our dinners started <laughs> at 8.15 and most of the time didn't end until at least 10.30. It was which- long. You're on a ship Mm -hmm. with a lot of children. And I have to say the second dining kids were the best behaved kids on the (laughs) ship. Rock stars. They really, there was no whining or fighting or running around in the dining room. Like the kids, if you're listening to this and you were on our ship and your kids were at second dining, like pat yourself on the back. They were awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you yeah, also the- need
2: to mention that your servers, just like in all other Disney ships, follow you each night into a dining room. Yes. Right. So you have the same servers I love. every night.
0: Yes. Yeah. I love and that if you too. get good ones, like we had good ones. Mm-hmm. Um. It was. It was nice. So. But and
1: and the food at 1923 I thought was fantastic.
0: Oh, so good! Best food on it. the ship.
1: It definitely
0: had um brown derby vibes. Agreed. Sure. <laughs> yes. It's perfect. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Loved it, um, and I would. So we should say too that when you are on um, a four-night sailing like we were, there are three restaurants. You repeat your second one twice. So nights two and three, you're at the same restaurant, but the second night is your pirate meal, which is right. the same so a at all menu. The rest, Right. So our second, our second restaurant we went to was the Marvel Restaurant, which I was
1: so excited for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. That one needs a little bit of help. Yeah, I, I should step out of this one because I actually didn't eat there that night. I didn't eat the Marvel menu. You guys brought me back dessert. I had a, a headachy child, so.
1: So, you know, the thing with, with the, the meals, the, the sit-down restaurants on this ship were was it was hit or miss. So, like, there'd be one thing that was really good and then two things that were terrible. Yeah. You know, or vice versa, like you know two things that were great and one thing that was terrible. It was like there wasn't ever any consistency. you know, if you weren't the yep. lucky one that picked the right food item, yes, yeah, you know, but there was no consistency with it, yeah, yeah and and I struggled with that nineteen twenty three I thought was a good meal, a solid meal the whole way yeah. around
0: mm-hmm. so one thing I notice is that. The food was chronically undersauced, which I don't think I've ever used that phrase before. (laughs) That is the best way to describe it. All of the food, most of the meals were lacking a a sauce or a gravy or something moist to pull it all together. It was like dry food um, in different portions on the plate. Yeah, I can't
2: remember who said it. They were like, "It's like they don't like sauce here." It was me, Lauren. (laughs) Lauren's like, "Can I get some ranch, please? I need." Well, because that
1: that the Marvel dinner, the chicken, there was absolutely it was completely plain. There was no. It was just like there was
0: no moisture to it. There was
1: nothing. It was. It was just. It was blah, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, the only way I'm getting through this is if I have something to flavor it with, and I was like. Can I just get some ranch dressing or something to do it's, this? In?
0: <laughs> it's not like we're talking about salt and pepper. Like it was just no. bland. bland. Yeah.
1: And the worst part about that was it took me 20 minutes to get the attention of the waiter. So like they were running all over the place. And, right. and like I said, he was fantastic. Yep. But he was all, he was just running ragged. So busy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like they never had time to come back and check if you needed anything else after right. they brought you your food. Right. And, and I don't feel that that's on the staff. I feel like that's on, there's just not enough people working or yeah. maybe there was just too many people out sick and there were people covering people, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was both. So right. I wound up having to flag somebody else down and I finally got some ranch so I could eat my food. <laughs> it was, it was bad. Yeah. Um, but the Marvel thing, I also thought it fell flat. I feel like there's so much more they could do with it.
0: Well, Definitely. I mean, I kind of pictured the Marvel one to be a lot like what they did. And we'll talk about Arendelle and Frozen in a second. But that, in my mind, was what they were going to do in Marvel. Like a character dining experience. And it wasn't that, according to no. you guys.
1: It felt like. Like it was kind of cool, like the little interactive stuff they did, but that was like, you know, three or four minutes of something like two to three minutes, probably up on the screens and your table was like the stuff on your table would interact with it. And it was cute. And then it was like, you know, 15 minutes of Marvel commercials.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and the and the atmosphere and the design and the aesthetic is really cool. And it's super cool. You feel like you're nice. sitting in like an a real Avengers cafeteria almost. Like it right. was it was designed beautifully, but it sounds like maybe with more staff, etc., they can Again, beef it up a bit.
1: Yeah. And and maybe that's the intent. You know, and at the right. end they brought Ant Man and, and Wasp and they kind of walk through and, and do like a thing but it's it, it it fell flat for me
0: yeah and Arendelle was a lot more character forward so yes. I loved Are- Arendelle I Arendelle loved that whole experience the whole great. thing was great even the, show, the food was good the food mm-hmm. was good the show was exactly what I was hoping from like a frozen character meal so there was Anna and Elsa and Kristoff and then they had like a folksy band that was playing as well, and the the guy. Um, oh yes, uh, uh, Oaken. <laughs> yeah,
1: love him. Yes,
0: that's right. That was really funny, and everybody was going ooh the whole time. So, it, yeah, that was super cute. And our servers put uh, my kids on the end of the table. Because Anna, and Elsa, and Kristoff walked over, they had a full-on conversation with my daughter. She was a hundred percent, like in awe and in love of this whole situation. Um, it was, it was, it was done really well, and I think Disney World needs this. Like Agreed. this will sell oh, out. Yes. This is coming. This is what Acker Shoes needs to be, and it will it's sell coming. out every night. So Shoot, it was selling thing.
2: out. It was selling out just as
0: the first meal. Anyway, I know. <laughs> Um, but yes, but if the food was like this, because they definitely put that like Norwegian spin on it, but it was good. Like yeah. we looked at the menu and we were like, I don't know about this, but the yeah. food was really good. It was good. It was it was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was
1: unsure going into it, but it, it actually turned out to be a great meal. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that was our last night. So it was a really great way for us to end. Mm-hmm. So let's jump back to, and I skipped this on purpose, Our second night at Marvel was pirate night. So everybody on the ship has the same exact menu, no matter what restaurant you're in. And it was our our pirate meal, which was meh. (laughs) It wasn't great. No. So it needs to be revamped a little bit. Although we did ask that they speed it up a little this time so that we could go and watch the pirate show and the fireworks and all of that. (laughs) Who wants to take this one? Uh
2: Sam, I will so <laughs> the pirate night was always my favorite night on any Disney cruise that I have done previous I would have to say this is probably my least favorite night yes I didn't think the pirate party was entertaining I hate to say that
1: I know they, <laughs> but they was like a good so a
2: pirate band yes. and while they were talented and it was kind of <laughs> cute it was yeah. not um it was not a Disney quality show. It's something no. you would see on like, not Disney Royal or carnival or anything, but it's something that you would see on well, that caliber. It was like a Disney Broadway type. It was show. like an
0: eighties rock cover band, but not yeah. a great one. No, I, I wasn't. Yeah. A Compared big to fan. some of the entertainment on the ship where they had very talented performers. Yeah. They need a new band. And there was like, a two second appearance of jack sparrow there was no mickey dressed up as a pirate there was no like no. there was no well, there Disney. was but
2: he just he just made an appearance he didn't actually wasn't in the show it's right like why isn't he out there doing stuff and like do you guys remember on like i think it was the wonder was the last ship i was on jack sparrow like ziplined from one funnel to the other funnel and there he didn't do that and i was disappointed yeah i told grace all about I'm like girl Jack Sparrow's gonna repel and
0: he's gonna do the zip line thing nothing well <laughs> like so on. and then there were the fireworks and we basically had to sit through this like really hard to listen to 80s, 80s. cover <laughs> hairband basically and so it's like okay finally the fireworks this is what we've been waiting for and they were underwhelming as well like it was well, not- I mean
2: I always like
1: fireworks, fireworks. At sea, I think yeah. It's I, not going to be Disney yep. World calendar. So it's
0: it's cool that we even have that. But I think I would have appreciated it more had we not felt like we were in purgatory, like <laughs> hairband purgatory, waiting for the fireworks to go off. Like this was the big finale. And it yeah. was like, it fell a little flat. Like my children who had just seen Magic <laughs> Kingdom fireworks, unfortunately, Can't compare. were like, oh. Oh, that was not worth the wait. So (laughs) I think it was because they had to wait. I think that was the point. It wasn't that the fireworks were bad. It was that they had to stand there and wait for over a half an hour, and then that was the big finale. You know what I mean? Whereas if it was a fun, cute Mickey and Jack Sparrow like sword fighting for like ten minutes, and then the fireworks went off, it would have been a totally different scenario. Yeah.
2: And I am gonna complain about this because it it bothers me. Again, I think Disney could totally this would be something easy to fix. They used to give out the cute little Pirates of the Caribbean yep. bandanas. Yeah, you have to buy and, them now.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. They-
2: I'm like, come on, those cost five cents to make over wherever you order your stuff from. And then I mean, I don't know as much as people pay to go on a disney cruise i feel like throwing a bandana in on pirate night would be a nice thing to do yeah that bob that that kind of like
1: i don't know that years ago they used to put them on your plate at dinner mm-hmm.
0: well the yeah, kids I had mean, paper just... hats this year there were also their menus that mm-hmm. i put on I remember. Oh, we have a
1: picture of you yeah, yeah. that was yeah. not
0: getting posted oh um, i don't know you nope, i already definitely did. not no, on your business page, not on the Fab Five page, and I'm posting <laughs> that on the Fab Five page. All right, so let's continue on with food, and let's talk about some of the quick service options. So there is a good Marceline Market, and then what was the? I don't I don't remember what that other outdoor one was called. Festival well, of food. Festival. Right? Yeah, Festival yes. of foods. Yeah. So. Marsley market was your traditional indoor buffet where you got breakfast and lunch, lunch, no dinner. But here's the catch. Yes. Uh, lunch ends at two and it does not reopen for the rest of the night. So yeah, which is bothersome. Uh, that was something I didn't love either because, you know, there was one night I kind of mentioned my daughter had a headache. So we skipped dinner. She was not sitting in a restaurant for two hours. Um, It would have been nice to run up there, grab something quick and bring it down. We had tried to order room service one time. It was an hour plus wait.
1: Probably because the buffets are closed.
0: That's the only option. Right. So I would like to see them keep that open at least until nine when second dining is over. And it doesn't have to be an expansive choice, just something. Another option because basically yeah. it was after six, there was one in the Festival of Foods, which had a barbecue place, a burger place, a pizza place, and, and a taco tacos. place. And the ice cream was there too. Yeah.
1: The free ice cream.
0: The free ice cream, right. So the only thing open past 6 p.m. was the burger place. So you could get burgers or chicken tenders which is what we ended up doing that night. So basically all the other quick service, like food booth, kitchen areas were closed, Uh, which I feel like they should keep at least some of them open. Most cruise ships have a dinner buffet, a quick dinner buffet open.
1: Most cruise lines, you can find something to eat 24 hours a day.
0: And this was not the case. No. So I'd like to see that change
1: and hamburgers and chicken fingers does not count
0: right yeah (laughs) even even for my children who were kind of surprised that they could not get pizza at 6 30 at night on a cruise ship so yeah yeah, that was a little strange I think I wonder if that is also a staffing and supply issue I bet you it is hopefully that changes because the quality of the food was good it was there was the fruits and vegetables on the ship were very fresh very tasty Mm -hmm. the food didn't feel stale or like it had been sitting around it was all really fresh food just lacking sauce (laughs) lacking sauce yes (laughs) should we do some of the lounges since we're kind of on this yep should we talk about
1: hyperspace
0: Let's save that one for last. what oh, Come on. Should we you, you want to start? I personally,
2: I personally love the cake. Me too. That was great. my favorite. I place. love the atmosphere.
0: Yeah. I love I the atmosphere
2: that place. Bayou. And the bayou. I like the
0: bayou a lot. Yeah. Um, they had cool drinks in the bayou too. Yeah and that was
2: like a princess and the frog theme and the bayou was very um, they would have like a band at night
0: i will say quickly that if you want beignets in the bayou you have to pay money for them and that's all we're gonna say about that and we're moving on (laughs) this was this was a bone of contention for somebody on this podcast right now
2: i will just say that i was not happy that you had to buy a a beignet instead of just and i don't
0: disagree with that but no that's it well
1: there was Let's let's face it. There was quite a few things that were upcharged. I mean, they had that yes. little candy store thing, uh, the sweet place upstairs by the basketball courts, which
0: does not have to-go boxes. By the way, you have to eat your cupcake in yeah. your hand or not?
1: Yeah, it's like cupcakes. Yeah. They, had they had gelato. They had gelato. Yeah. and it and was Mondays. the same pricing as if you were in Disney World, like five bucks for a cupcake and
0: there's no place to sit and eat it but they are not they basically hand it to you on a napkin and are like good luck and my husband tried (laughs) to get some treats to bring back (laughs) to the room and they're like we don't have any boxes he was like you want me to put the uh like petty fours in my hand or what and they were like okay here are some ice cream cups that they kind of shoved them in so um that was a little odd (laughs) yeah a little weird
1: but they do still have the free ice cream on the deck too.
0: They do the free soft serve. Yes. Um, but only in a no, cup right? or well, cone. Well, we did have oh, to okay. go to the, the drink fountains to get a cup to put the ice cream in because they did we not did. have cups yeah, there, That's true. <laughs> um, but they were perfectly willing to put your they ice had cream no problem doing princess it. Sam into a cup. A drink cup for you and some <laughs> of the lounges of
1: charge for food <laughs> so like if you wanted a snack at the lounge yeah there was an upcharge mm-hmm. for food there
2: which and we're talking like big pretzels and which is cheese sticks frustrating
0: because if you were listening to us five minutes ago if you're in a bar before <laughs> dinner, every other food place is closed. So you kind of have no choice if you want a snack before dinner. And let's face it, we ate at 8 15. None of us eat at 8 15 at home. So definitely you, not me. You kind of get hungry around six, but you're out of luck unless you want a burger or a chicken tenders before your dinner. Because right. Which <laughs> is just that-
1: going to make you feel
0: terrible or you have to pay for it. So yeah yeah that's something i hope and i did ask at guest services if they had any place that did like complimentary happy hour snacks and the answer was no so Which they, um all right. they do
1: have on other ships normally at least pre-covid they did
0: yes can we we can do hyperspace now
1: yay miss the mark
0: mm. yeah Hyper short hyperspace was a disappointment i was
2: expecting something like oga's cantina quality not the necessarily size, yeah. oga's cantina but i was expecting it to be more themed and not just a plain room with yeah. a
1: screen and more yeah. interact and more and like some- interactive
0: yeah so we this was something that we couldn't get reservations for until we got on the ship And all that was left was like our dinner time. Like we were not able to all get together. So I had pretty much written this off as I'm not going to be able to do it with my family Mm because, you know, all the family time was during dinner. So we walked up one day on a whim and asked and we were let right in. So that should have been our cue. And the
1: place was empty.
0: (laughs) It was right. It was half empty. Um,
1: And that was at like what, five o'clock in the afternoon, right? It was like 445. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was 430 like four, yeah, 445 it was closer, yeah i the drink selection was very small i did not enjoy what i got and you guys actually had drinks brought in from a different lounge yeah the bayou
1: the bayou, <laughs> yeah. the bayou yeah. across the way made our our espresso martinis yeah
0: yeah we're like we don't like these drinks can we have something different she's like so, sure. and i think the thing that was was the hardest was every 10 minutes the ship accelerates and it is loud and bright lights and it's like a rocket ship launch every 10 minutes like I don't know how just spent the entire
1: time we were in there timing it
0: (laughs) oh I timed what was oh no I also timed the uh the whistle at at another show yeah Yeah. that's a Disney World show but yes I timed a whistle at Hollywood Studios but yes
1: you did that's right
0: it seemed like the (laughs) bartenders were just blocking it out but it was extremely loud and I definitely was starting to get a headache afterwards well see
2: and the thing to me like okay you're gonna have this themed Star Wars hyperspace lounge on your ship like every time we jumped to hyperspace in that lounge like I feel like the bartender should have been like everybody hold on tight we're about to jump like I don't know like do right. something to make yeah. it interactive it was so boring. I mean, you are only allowed to stay in there for 45 minutes or something like that. And I think we left after yeah. 20. Like, it was just like, eh, Well, that's the thing, okay. though. Like, this
1: is Disney. You, you know, if you're going to do a lounge and call it hyperspace and you're going to do it all themed up like this, you kind of expect. And again, I'm trying not to be whiny, but you do expect no. more.
2: So you expect a
0: yeah, certain expect that theming of from an it.
2: experience we were yeah. all
0: in one of the pre cruise facebook groups that had a lot of people in it and this was consistent feedback every single person who commented post cruise what they would change mentioned hyperspace lounge yeah
1: mm-hmm. this is across and the, the dining board. room issues too
0: right so we kind of yes. were were watching to see how other people and everybody did it in a in a Calm and respectful in a positive way that, like, this is something we hope gets better for future cruisers. And they can fix Hyperspace Lounge. It's not beyond fixing.
1: No, yeah, definitely. And it doesn't actually require a lot. They can fix
0: everything. We need better drinks in there because the drink menu was rough and we need to get rid of the loud flashing sound and noises and and <laughs> like lights. and if
1: you have kids with sensory issues going into that but i do wonder like we were i don't know yeah. if we were in we were the adult time or the kid time we were in the
0: kid time okay because we, kids we there. yeah there were kids in there and when we had our family time scheduled it was i think six or six thirty we were gonna miss the show that's why we didn't go okay yeah um so we were but you know that is a good point though about
2: sensory issues or seizures oh. like you can't have a kid that's gonna have that right.
0: seizures to be in there with like strobe lights and stuff it, and it was just not a, you know. a common pleasant place to get a drink i would like we no. <laughs> 20 minutes we were like we need to move on so yeah. yeah so that needs a little bit of work what else oh coffee bars were an upcharge we wanted to mention that too yeah which
1: they are on a lot of ships
0: but they were really yeah. good
2: but they were excellent coffees yeah and we're not talking about like
0: regular yeah, lattes, lattes
1: yeah. cortadas, cappuccinos. Yeah, all the fancy stuff. Um, and while we're see. talking about coffee, the Cove Cafe
0: <gasps> My was favorite. awesome.
1: And that's up in the adults yes. only area, in the 18 and older area. Yeah,
0: I never got to get a coffee up there. So thanks. Oh, we I did that a couple out. times. It was really Sorry. good. Um, so we got
1: cortadas up there.
0: Let's no. talk mm-hmm. about the adult area. So, there is an adult's area on the ship. It's
1: very small and easy to miss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it has one hot tub. And it's off to the side. Right.
2: Which is not
1: technically like, in the no, adult it is. area. No, it is, but area. it's right past the barrier. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then there's a ton of lounge chairs up there in the adult only area. And there's one pool,
0: split and then into two, two,
1: right? And then there's two like seats where the water like runs, so you you're getting wet. It's kind of a cool concept, <laughs> but the pool uh, is
0: they should the have pool is an infinity there. pool. But it's okay, which was pool awesome. is a generous word for what this is. This a was, large hot tub. The, it, this was yes, pool but it was water. a long rectangle with a with a wall in the middle and half of it was seats where you could sit in the water and drink your drink you there's no
2: cannonballing in this pool there's no handstands <laughs> well I don't <laughs> think of most of do that
1: anyway <laughs> well, it was a good
2: standing pool imagine, though but it was so just funny. so small yeah. Oh, and then to get in the pool, you had this ladder that
1: just went
0: straight down. Yeah, people
1: which, were struggling getting uh, in and out of that pool. It
0: was honestly... Especially older It was people. one of the... I know we said everything's going to be constructive, but I don't understand the design of this pool and what they were thinking. No. it's and not it's so tiny. Because hot tubs are round. This was a very narrow rectangle, like the elevators. Like it... It wasn't like we wanted to sit and talk. Like, I actually got one afternoon where I was able to go into the adult area by myself, the kid free. And it wasn't a great place to like hang out and chat and have a drink. And because you're not all facing the same direction, it's just like usually in a circle, like, you know, you're facing each other. This was like lines of people.
1: Well, and here's the thing, we walked through the adult, that was our last day that we finally yep. got into the adult pool. And the only reason we got into the adult mm-hmm. pool was because we were at Castaway. Yes. Half the ship was off the ship. Right. So yes. let's start there because we went by there every single day, otherwise. It and it was wall to wall people. Yes. And we were just like,
0: mm, no. because there's no adult district this is it for adults
1: this is it there's nowhere else like the dream and the fantasy have the district which is the adults the adult lounges and the bars and everything else and and it's it's a great place to go at night there's no place for adults other than this Yeah. yeah and honestly there wasn't much for adults to do i mean there was trivia and karaoke
0: but kids could do that as well right but But also there wasn't a lot for kids either like scheduled programming was lacking in general yeah
1: and the whole thing like for adults and kids i think yeah unless you were gonna go do character meet and greets i feel like there wasn't much else
0: and i think like a lot of people know you're not gonna find a casino on a disney ship but uh would it kill them to have a small arcade for children (laughs) Like a little arcade, a little gaming room, something, you know, like at the resorts, I feel like would have been a nice well. Way I think to they give. feel like
1: the kids' club is the place to go for stuff.
0: Yeah, but it's not right now. They should have put the arcade. And that in would the have been cool club. too. Like I feel like there are a lot of things that can be added that weren't there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah the adult stuff and and also there's no walking track, which surprised me. Because of the the way that the top decks are laid out, you basically walk out on 11 and then 12 and 13 just rise up at the back of the ship. You cannot walk across 12 or 13 from one end of the ship to the other. You have to walk down to 11 and then go up to the other. So there's no place for a walking track.
1: And they did try something new with the pools on this ship because. Yes. Yes. There's several pools out on that. I that think main there were deck. like
0: six. There were five on the main deck and then the hidden one, right? The, the Chip hidden and Dale one. one. The Chip so and Dale I think there one. were six pools total for kids. For Anybody families. sailing the first day, go
1: to the Chip and Dale one because it takes most people the till the next day to figure out that pool yeah, is there. So it's
0: thirteen. <laughs> yeah, it's deck thirteen forward. So just walk all the way to the front of the ship and then all as high up as you can go. And,
1: but the other pools are smaller pools, but there's a lot of them.
0: Which I think might work for some families, especially if you want to keep track of your kids on a crowded ship. But I know my kids like to be pretty active in the pool. And these were hot tub sized pools, a little bit bigger than hot tubs, but they were round in the shape of like a hot tub and you couldn't really swim. You again, like kids were basically sitting and like soaking in the pool, which no kid wants to sit in a pool and just sit. Yeah. You know, they want mm-hmm. to do handstands and flips and you know, somersaults well, underwater. apparently so does and, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what a pool's so all you about. Really yeah. like swim in the pools. Which is an interesting choice and not, I can understand parents with little kids. This would be great because you, that you can have your kid right next to you. And I just, for my kids, they prefer more of a square traditional pool. So this was a little not up their speed. My daughter still had fun in the pool, but it was a little bit, it was a little bit bizarre. The concept was a little odd, I will say
1: well and speaking of your daughter you did
0: Bibbidi right yes we did Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique and that was uh two thumbs up it was a great experience we booked it when we got on the ship they had tons of availability the prices are exactly the same as in magic kingdom and the selection of dresses was great they had a
1: huge selection of dresses her
0: stylist was great. Mm, I thought that that boutique it was, was adorable. It was phenomenal. And the amount of stuff they gave her to take home, like for the price we paid for it, she got the dress. She got uh, a necklace, a bracelet, makeup, nail polish, uh, two tiaras, and basically a lounge fly. Like it was, they don't do the little cinch wow. sacks anymore. It, it's an actual backpack, a mini a lounge fly size backpack.
1: It's crazy. She That's had a awesome.
0: blast. I thought she did a great job. She she had a great stylist, uh, fairy, other than not, she's a, what, she's an assistant now, I guess, uh, fairy godmother's assistant, uh, whatever, the, the lady who did her hair and makeup. Um, <laughs> so she had, she had a blast. That was a really positive experience and super easy to get into. Not at all like trying to book it for Magic Kingdom right now. <laughs> this was the way to go. <laughs> um She had a lot of fun. So that was a definite plus. Fine. Let's see. And the app was good, right? The app was good. It worked well on the ship.
1: The only issue we had was when we were trying to book hyperspace from the, the um, terminal once yes. we got into the terminal. Because that's something you should yeah. know if you do want to try hyperspace against our... <laughs> against what we're recommending um as soon as you get into the terminal (laughs) and you can join the disney cruise wi-fi you have to re-log into your account and then you can go in and book hyperspace while you're in the terminal while you're waiting in line and that's the best thing to do and and it also more things will appear there so like there were some more beverage tasting things and like different things opened up that hadn't been opened up before Mm-hmm. Um, that were locked out already so you know there's opportunity to grab things that you might not have been able to book so definitely do that while you're waiting to to board the ship
0: and because the internet was great it meant that the app worked well and smoothly so you right. actually could
1: but we did have issues trying to snag that hyperspace I think because everybody was trying to do it
0: yeah and one thing yeah that I kind of got conflicting information on from guest services I will post the website um, on the page, but uh, once you're out of port, you have to it's not enough to just download the app and add the Wi Fi package, you need to add, um, you need to go to a website to authorize it. So that was something they did not tell me right away. I'm, I was glad that I knew it, but I eventually figured it out. I actually brought an iPad to guest services and was like, set up my child's iPad, please. <laughs> so she showed me how to do it. <laughs> I wish I had known that you had to go to this website. It's like when you're on an airplane and you have to go to like flyfi.com or whatever to like activate the whole thing. It was the same deal on the mm-hmm. ship. So once I figured that out, it was great. Smooth sailing, literally. Wow. I did not mean to say that. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have two main areas left. We can do both quickly. I think the shows. Let's talk about the shows. Yeah. Okay. So they were pretty good. I think we saw one of the first showings of Aladdin too. It was either the first or second. It was time, the second one. Second um, time they'd done Aladdin. And I thought that it was, it was really good. Yeah. I loved the genie. Oh, he yeah. sold Fabulous. the whole show. He was amazing.
1: He was amazing. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I I really enjoyed it. It it kind of gave me Disneyland vibes. Remember when Aladdin was at Disneyland? It gave me those vibes. Mm-hmm. It was very good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they had some very talented uh actors and actresses in the in the plays and on the little mermaid, Sebastian killed it.
1: He did kill it.
0: And Ursula oh, killed yeah. it. yeah. Yeah.
1: Sebastian yeah. stole the oh, show yeah,
0: for sure. Just like Jeannie stole the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It was and, and the crowd was loving like the secondary characters. I mean, they sold out big time. Like yep. they were they were in it to win it. But we will say that you have to get to your show early because it fills up really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd get um, there
1: like a half hour early if you can.
0: Yep. And there was uh popcorn and candy that you could for purchase that was open most of the day because they had uh, movies as well in the two movie theaters and my husband and kids did that and they they said there was basically nobody in there and it was awesome so oh cool that kind of entertainment i thought was great and um i think we don't really have to touch much on castaway castaway was castaway right
1: yeah that was pretty consistent yep
0: we did um do although that
1: that crazy stingray came after us
2: (laughs) (laughs) there was a stingray in the wild and lauren's like
0: yeah (laughs) no fab five podcasters were injured uh at castaway (laughs) we were all good I did just the, a rogue uh, stingray the family <laughs> side I did not get to go into Serenity Bay because I have my Sam children. and I toured
1: the whole island twice on the tram
0: that's, that's basically what Grace wanted to do
1: <laughs> we forgot to get off it was great
0: that's hilarious yeah <laughs> she was and then it drops you off like literally you can see the entrance to the ship and she was like they can't bring us to the door
1: <laughs> it's oh like <laughs> really <laughs>
0: walk. You can She's walk not a 100- princess. No, you can walk a hundred yards to the doorbell. Um, <laughs> but we did um, <laughs> the day before when we were in Nassau. We did the Atlantis excursion through Disney, and uh, it was super smooth. We had Disney transportation to and from there. Uh, they were on time. It was. I mean, you can basically see Atlantis from the port. It's not far. The pools were great. They had a good water slides. Um, we bought overpriced cans of water to hydrate. It was fine. We actually found <laughs> the cans of Dasani at our Dollar Tree tonight and Grace was like, I have to get this. This is like the Bahamas. <laughs> so that's what they remember from the Bahamas or the cans of water. But that was great. I thought the pools were great. It wasn't really that crowded. We had a really fun day there. That was a a good family excursion. And you guys did not do that.
1: No, we Uh, went day drinking at Sandals Royal Bahamas.
0: (laughs) Which if I didn't have my kids, I would go there too. That's a great resort. So um, we had fun. (laughs) I'm sure you did. I actually did not get an alcoholic drink because I had to pay $17 for four waters. So... (laughs) yeah
1: all right um, so maybe the price of the beignets is not that bad sam
0: yeah it's <laughs> not as bad i mean
2: come on it's fried dough it should be included in your cruise oh, gear, yeah, but i'm gonna call that's what gonna be the title
0: okay. of this episode it's fried dough it should be included the wish 2022
1: i think personally just to kind of recap i think the ship is gorgeous i think Mm-hmm. There's a lot to do with the ship. I think everything isn't ready to go yet. I think they're still working on things technically. And I think that if we go back in a year, it's going to be
0: a different experience. Mm-hmm. I really do. One thing we've got to mention that it was a positive, at least for me, was my stateroom attendant. He was on point. I mean, he changed the towels, he changed the sheets, he, he, Literally that night I was in with Grace and he came in and I was like, no, go ahead, do your thing. He was washing the bathroom floor. I mean, he did like a full clean of the room and like, we never had to ask for a single thing in the room. So I really felt like, yes, they were overworked, but the quality of the service is still up to Disney standards. Like they still work their butts off and earned every accolade that we are giving them. So
1: yeah. The crew was amazing. Yeah. Like amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't
0: encounter one bad crew member the nope. entire time.
1: Not at all. And and you can tell they were overworked and they were stressed and they were so kind and cordial and happy and.
0: And they never took it out on nope. anyone. They were, they stayed professional the whole way through.
2: And it's like our stateroom attendant, he, he would pop out of nowhere and be like,
1: hey, yeah, he would like chase us down I'm the like, hallway. What? What?
0: We're like, where and did you
1: come from? We didn't even see an open door was, anywhere. Was they, very nice.
0: they did, you know, the towel animals, and they would take my sunglasses and put them on. They'd leave candy for the kids every night. I mean, our kids yes. loved him. Wait, we got candy. Well, I guess we were kids he now. asked. He asked if the if it was okay for the kids to have like candy and stuff like that. Oh, like, sure. I'll give my kids candy at ten thirty at night. It's vacation. So have fun with it oh the last thing we need to mention was we did not get to eat at palo or Enchante on this sailing so we
1: tried not from lack of trying
0: we did no. try but again sold out ship and it is what it and is and we had so a large party we did yeah um, we had six mm-hmm. adults total And I'm not entirely sure that my kids would have been okay with going to the kids club at night. They might've stayed back in the cabin for that one, but yeah. So overall, I think it was, it was a great trip. We had fun because we always have fun when we're together. I think there are some things that need tweaking, but overall it's a beautiful ship. And Disney has a great canvas to work with. So I would like to possibly try it again in a year and see, you know, if things improve a little, but if you go if you have this book, don't think that you need to switch to a different ship. Like it's still a beautiful ship. Right. It's still
1: Take it under advisement.
0: Right. You know, at least be prepared. If your kids love big pools, this might not be the ship. If you have to walk, you know, a, a mile or 2 miles at night before you go to bed, this is not the ship for you, you know, but there are if your kids love frozen, this is the only place you're going to get a frozen character meal. Bibbity bobbidi is great. Like there are a lot, if you're, my son's obsessed with basketball. He had a blast playing basketball on the ship. So there's something for everybody, but we just want everybody to be aware of every little detail so that you go in prepared and you're not too excited or too disappointed or, you know, looking for something. We just wanted to yeah. give I you think my fast.
1: expectations were super high. And I have to say, I was, I sailed on the fantasy for inaugural also, but it wasn't post COVID. Yeah. And I don't, I think that that ship was delivered when it was supposed to be delivered. I think there were some delays with this ship. I think there were things that can't be avoided. Yeah. That they're still working out. I agree. At least that's what I'm hoping.
0: Yeah. And again, like we said, this was not, a bad ship or a bad trip by any means but there is room for improvement and so hopefully some of the kinks will be worked out so that if you're listening and you go a year from now that you have an amazing trip and we did we had a great trip we really had a good time so yeah but
1: we could have a good time in a box let's be real
0: we can (laughs) and i'm sure we have at some point yes but We will talk about the rest of our trip on uh, subsequent episodes because we did Disney after. So we've got some great stuff to talk about with the Halloween party and, you know, lots of fun things going on. A little food and wine. A little food and wine. A lot of food and wine. A lot of food and wine. A lot of food, actually, and just a little bit of wine. So stay tuned to upcoming episodes. And we hope that we prepared you for the wish. We hope we did the wish justice and uh everybody and again we're
1: not bashing
0: no nope. no not at all this we're is just, constructive we're yeah. trying to be very balanced and um honest. and honest
2: yeah and let's face it we all had a blast
0: we had a great time yeah yeah, yeah. everybody at, like my kids had never been on a cruise before this is their first experience and they are excited to do it again so, of course, now they want to do every other, every Disney ship. So now we've got to check off every <laughs> Disney ship. So I'll well, talk to I you feel guys like in 10 years. I feel like everybody should do this. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I want to do it too. But I think I'd have a better shot at affording it on my own than with them. True. <laughs> They're expensive. True. Anyway, I think we can uh, wrap this episode up. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please follow and like Fab Five Podcasts on Facebook and Instagram. Stay classy and thanks for stopping by.